Welcome to BAMCast Extra, episode 97. Yeah, 97 episodes. We are still just right in the middle of Michael Bay watch, mm-hmm. watching all the Michael Bay movies. And videos. Yeah. Uh, yeah, last week was something else. Uh, something else so much that it took two weeks. But uh, we're back, and I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And we watched a movie that uh, has the same title as a movie we've already watched on BAMCast Extra. Mm-hmm. We watched 2005's The Island. The Island. Right. This Sorry. one not starring Michael King. No. No. But it does have another foreigner. It does. <laughs> it's got a Scottish guy in it. <laughs> yep. Sure does. Uh, Ewan McGregor uh-huh. is the star of The Island. Uh, yeah. So, o- Obi-Wan um... Clonobi. <laughs> Clonobi. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. This is, uh, this is a movie about... Um, clones this is a movie (laughs) about clones (laughs) trying to get away yeah um i mean come on we have both seen this Uh once before i think the only thing either of us remembered was that that movie's all right yeah it just it seemed like (laughs) it's completely one of those forgotten movies now but it seemed like one of those movies when it came out people was like god yeah this sucks why? There did seem to be a lot of just like, man, fuck this, fuck everything about it. And there's no reason for that. This movie, still fine. Yeah. Still fine. Yeah, it's 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 a movie. It makes sense that it's kind of somewhat forgotten now, but yeah, it's I mean, not if, if it's not bad. If you're one of those who is just an extreme like extreme nitpicker of just like Oh, sure. Yeah, if you get nitpicky, this movie's fucked. Yeah, and even watching it again, like there are three or four things where I'm just like, no, no, <laughs> no. Well, but, I mean, just over overarching, there's like you you would start to question, okay, so this is in a near future where mm-hmm. we can grow people so that they can be, you know, organ sacks for the rich so correct. that they can, you know, if they ever need an emergency kidney, yep, they go to this clone they and just there get you their go. own kidney. And so yeah, if you're if you're being nitpicky, mm-hmm. you can go why grow the whole person <laughs> like you know other than you have all the organs standing by yeah you never you never know what you're gonna need right. so why not grow them all and just I, have them i guess but i mean it just it also feels like hey if we had this technology you could also just grow all the organs in jars and not have you know this potential you know upkeep and all this bullshit that they have to go through there's a lot of bullshit and upkeep that they go through right um yeah i mean it it's it's also weird that they they grow them starting at the age where they're scanned mm-hmm. um which seems strange because you would think like around that time if they were going to get sick and then the passage of time happens wouldn't the illness for the most part already be a part of them at that age all right so i'm only going to explain this away <laughs> by one single bit of dialogue okay um they mentioned something about okay so first off this movie takes place in the the distant future of 2019 2019 um so next year you know you have fun if you're rich. Yeah. Glowing clo- growing well, clones of yourself. Yes. Um, but however, <laughs> it's only a matter of time before that program is revealed. <laughs> there is, there, there is one incidental bit of dialogue when, um, Sean Bean, who's also in this movie is selling this whole thing to possible, you know, potential investors. Mm-hmm. He says there is, was a 2015 eugenics committee or something like that. And I'm only going on that line that yeah. eugenics means, fixing things before you're born mm. so while they have your dna they're making a perfect copy of you so they, they're they not growing and right so yeah you, if you've it's... got something that you know high blood pressure that's going to appear when you turn 45 mm-hmm. this version of it wouldn't have it because they would okay. weed it out so ahead they're, of time they're just pulling you out of the transporter buffer right and making a new one sure okay it's again sure i'm just filling in blanks because that's what eugenics means Fine. so yeah that's the only Otherwise, like I said, it's hey, that's how we got in trouble with the dinosaurs, filling in blanks, and then all of a sudden yeah. we got also, Jurassic Park. Also, con. <laughs> yep, that yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yes, <laughs> it's still like on a fundamental level, though. However, you would go, why not just grow all the organs in a yeah, jar, just, just in a jar, and uh, you know, you could just have a a a, a drying rack of skin, you mm-hmm. know, because they mentioned something about like you might need a new face or something, because well, it, like a part of that same conversation conversation sean bean said that we tried that and it it turns out if we didn't give them life the organs failed also 
Right, but that's in a whole human such. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> they do explain away they're dumb. Yep, they, and, and they try to. They try to. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this is just it's it's a society somewhere. It seems like this weird utopia society of just people in white jumpsuits eating paste out of you know squirt guns and cafeterias and mm-hmm. watching cartoons and just you know doing utopia things but you could tell like right away something ain't right because well sure everyone's sort of childlike and yeah and i mean they're having like classes of old people reading c-spot run and stuff like that and right. and they're all just kind of they're all being coddled mm-hmm. by a bunch of people in like black track suits yeah i mean well the opening scene is you and mcgargar waking up from a weird ass nightmare yeah and then it's immediately like hey we detected that you didn't have good rim sleep and you know when he pees it's like scanning up oh, too much sodium so, you know, he goes for, and then it's like, nope, you can't have any bacon because sodium and, you know, you got to go see the doctor because of your dream thing, mm-hmm. you know, which is, and then, you know, like if you talk, stop and talk to somebody for too long, they're like, no touching, leave nope. for, for Jesus. You right. Know, like, yes. <laughs> Bad proximity. Yeah. <laughs> Space. Yeah. So th- th- there's lots of like, you know, red flags right off the bat of like, you know, okay, well, they're grown ass people, but they're not allowed to touch or yeah okay be friendly so, or even like get angry because like okay so this movie goes out of its way to explain their dumb sex thing which is basically like if we never expose them to it they'll never be interested in it which is hot bullshit sure uh because the movie also explains that it doesn't matter just like people start acting like people no matter what environment you put them in right so people would start fucking i mean it's just that's gonna happen but the thing that doesn't make sense to me is like they go out of their way to Make sure that no one gets near one another. Like they have the men and women separated and all that. And whenever mm-hmm. they get too close, they're like, ah, proximity. But then they have like nightclubs where they have just like Michael Bay music video hotties working there. And, you know, like the lady who does all the announcements is, you know, super hot Euro model lady. And it's like, why are you introducing the concept of hot glamour to these people who have none? Yeah, it it just seems so strange. And I I realize it was just. Michael Bay or a producer saying we got to make this sexy mm-hmm. you know it's just like but you wouldn't do that yeah you you absolutely wouldn't have a nightclub for these people sure <laughs> it did um we're, we're going out of order of our sure. plot skipping thing did we do we make a list of like past participants did you do one like that no no there are two people in this from Armageddon Michael Clark Duncan and Steve Buscemi are in sure this. I mean Scarlett Johansson who's in it is has a credit only because she was in the spirit way, mm-hmm. way, way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't the, think I don't think Ewan McGregor's ever appeared not, on maybe not. anything Bam Casty. Yeah, I, there's there's a bunch of Michael Bay regulars in this. Oh sure, yeah. A bunch of future sitcom stars are in this. Yeah, um, and some past sitcom stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's your Michael Bay thing. Like you know, he he knows people and he can make a call. It's like, hey, you want to make a cameo? You know, you're kind of recognizable. Yeah. Like <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like Yvette Nicole Brown is in it from Community, mm-hmm. and um, Glenn Moore Shower is in it again briefly, uh, just because he's a Michael Bay regular. Um, who who else? Oh, uh, Eric Stone Street from Modern Family mm-hmm. is in it for like half a second. He is a a the construction worker dude. I I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but like he was in he was like the boss on Chuck, but uh, he was also like in one of oh, my right. personal favorite old movies, Fear of a Black Hat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, but yes. Um, I, old movies. I'm an old. I'm old. It's mm-hmm. it's old to most of y'all listeners out yeah. there. I don't know. But I was about to say, how has Steve Buscemi avoided uh, getting, casting? getting sucked into the Transformer franchise? But I spoke too soon. <laughs> oh, was he in the next one? Uh, he's in. He's five? in the last night. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so there, there there's a ton of people in it because it's and and Sean Bean. I think we mentioned mm-hmm. is is you know in there and uh, yeah. Jimon Hansu. Yes, uh, yes, he is. This might be his last normal man role before playing exclusively like weird aliens, supernatural beings, aliens, uh, you know, someone who fights dragons with Jeff Bridges in movies, you know, like some he's some mystic creature. (laughs) This might be the last time he's not that he just gets to be a guy. It's it's weird. Every off brand anything. It's just like, here's a movie about dragons. It's like, oh, yeah, that guy's in it. Of course he is. Mm -hmm. He's in all of those things. It's like this isn't quite Game of Thrones, but it's one of those things. Oh, yeah, he's the Ice King or whatever. Sure. You know, (laughs) Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, basic, basic plot, just, you know, we, we already kind of sort of touched on it, but yes, there is a facility, they grow people for mm-hmm. organ harvesting, mm-hmm. 
they for, have this, for the super rich. For the super rich. They have, uh, the way they keep society in check is, as they explained later in the movie, that they educate them, but not past about the age of 15 or 15, so. yeah. Um, which is weird because it's like, if you're giving them education up to 15, sex would totally be a thing because that's all you think about when you're 15. Yeah. Um, but the way that they, they, they give them menial tasks, they, you know, they regulate what they eat, obviously, to keep them in peak you know, physical condition. Mm-hmm. Um, Their environment is sterile, yeah, so they're not compl- getting, you know... Yeah, I mean, but there are, like, regular-ass, like, normal people walking around that are, like, the guards and yeah. the cooks and all that stuff. Um, yeah, regular-ass people work here. Right. Yeah, which, it's, you know, it's like, why wouldn't you just grow some more, like, robot clones? You know, it's yeah, kind of like the, the, the Westworld thing. It's like, if your employees are potentially a problem... Why wouldn't you just replace them with the robot people that <laughs> right. you can program? But, right. Um, but anyway, their their motivation that what keeps them going is like every day they have a lottery and the winner of the lottery gets to go to the island, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, and, and the reason they are told they can't leave this place is that there was some global contamination event thing. Yeah. This is like the only safe place. The island is the only natural safe place you can go. But they can't just let everybody go there right. because if the population would be out of control. So they just one by one, people get to go. Right. Um, and that's that's all just the front for when it's your time to get harvested. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden your number, comes, again. your number comes up in the island and for the island. So, yeah. Um, because the very first winter, like the very first day, you know, Ian McGregor has done his wake up routine, he's going in the elevator, and this is like when one guy gets angry because he's been there seven years, has never gotten won the lottery. Right. This other dude, Michael Clark Duncan, just won the lottery, and he's like, "I've only been here three months and I already won." <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Son of a bitch, I've been here seven years," and yeah. you know, he hits the elevator, and of course, like, you know, you have aggression problems, sir. You know? Oh no, no. Yeah. But it's weird though because like people, people are very clearly like growing into shitheads. Like it's mm-hmm. just. Like the the human nature thing cannot be eliminated. People just grow into shitheads. Like there are a couple of the like the guy who's been there seven years. He's just like the ultimate shithead. Yeah. Um, What's the all right? So one thing they introduce and the first thing that like they notice is like, well, that's weird because you know some time has passed and like you know they're still supposedly finding new survivors. Yeah. And so they're like, that's weird. Like, how would someone survive? for seven plus years or whatever and then they still find them and then, and yeah that, they, that's how just, they introduce new people into the colony is that oh we found a new survivor and yeah. here he is yeah was a fucking idiot <laughs> was that tony hale no oh it, it could just look like, look like him but yeah. like you know yeah anyway but yeah there's like this kid who's just or a kid you know a, a grown man but who's acting baby like a man, a baby man yeah. you know like trying to eat the paste that they're trying to have him insert into a tube for his menial job. And, you know, they're like, well, let's go mess with the new guy. Yeah. Because, yeah, he just came out of the brain pod and has no cognitive Mm -hmm. skills. But but even McGregor's his character is he's he's having these nightmares. So he's got knowledge of things that he shouldn't have and he doesn't know why. And he's questioning everything. And like in the first 10 minutes, he kind of breaks the movie in that he has like the the goofs section rant of this movie where it's just like, why this? Why that? This doesn't make sense. This is dumb. This whole thing, everything about this is mm-hmm. stupid. And, you know, Sean Bean is basically just like, that's nice. Go about it. Come in here. Let, let's 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 study what's going on with your dumbass head. Uh, and they inject like nano robots into his eyes, which is <laughs> he's like, don't worry, this won't hurt. And all these spider robots goes into his eyes and he's just like, like into this his hurts tear, a lot. like into his tear ducts. <laughs> yeah. This I mean, really hurts a lot. He's like, no, 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 it no, doesn't. no, it doesn't. And he's like, he's no, like, no, really. He's like, now in forty-eight hours, you will, you will pass these, you know, through your urine. That will probably hurt. Yeah, <laughs> you know, spider robots coming out your dick. It's it's such a weird dynamic of you know everyone kind of being fake nice to these people and then just immediately just like, oh, you're just a meat sack. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, because the uh, the lunch lady who literally squirts oatmeal out of like a dishwashing spraying hose yeah. like you know like you have in a kitchen with the little yep. you know trigger thing just you know gives him his oatmeal out of that and is like have a nice day and Scarlett Johansson's like watch this is how you do it mm-hmm. and she's like oh hey how are you can I get five pieces of bacon yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like don't tell anybody yeah, all right yeah you're sweetie yeah but so she yeah. gets a lot of bacon but yes um <laughs> but Ewan McGregor apparently this isn't the first time he's sort of like questioned and gone off grid or whatever because He's in his, you know, tube feeding room or whatever, and then is like, oh, yeah, my computer's broken. Got to go on break and sneaks his way through this whole facility, gets to like the engineering department where Steve Buscemi works. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, hey, 
you know, I'm wearing, hang out. I'm wearing fake clothes and stuff. And you got any of that stuff with you? And he's like, come to my office. And he, it's just, he wants to drink for his flask basically, you know, cause he's Scottish. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, they, hang, they hang out. And he's just like, yeah, don't ever tell anybody that we talk or whatever. Cause I could lose my job. And he's asking him questions. He's like, dude, all right, seriously, you got to stop asking questions. Cause mm-hmm. a couple of times, stupid shimmy almost says stuff that like talks about the outside world. Yeah. You know, until eventually he's like, yeah, because right. he asks him, he asks him where he gets the booze and right. like, who are these naked ladies on your wall? Are they all your friends? <laughs> right. He's like, yeah, sometimes. Um, so okay, this is this is the first thing that kind of is just like, hey, come on, movie, this doesn't make sense. So, Ewan McGregor can pretty much go anywhere, mm-hmm. and no warning bells go off, no alarms of any kind. He's nope. like he's he leaves his room in the middle of the night at one point just to sneak around and like no one knows. Right. And it's just like all this technology and you guys haven't put a chip in them that like yeah, when their no, door no opens GPS or yeah. yeah, like how come like if their door opens later than when it's supposed to, like how come that doesn't imme- like you see the security right. office at one point, they got a million cameras all over the place, but no one picks up on this stuff. Yeah, because, like, yeah, when he first wakes up and he goes in his, like, you know, clothes drawer, he's got, you know, four jumpsuits ready to go and, yeah. like, four pairs of Puma sneakers that are all the same. Yeah. And, like, he just, like, taps on a security camera. He's like, hey, one of my right shoes is missing. Yeah. I don't know why. And but... Can I get some different colors? Yeah. Yeah. Because he but... goes on this rant about wearing white. He's like, this is dumb. Everything gets filthy. This is stupid. <laughs> why are we wearing white? And Sean V's like, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> skipping ahead a little bit, but, you know, like, oh, while he's out hanging out with Steve Buscemi, he sees Moth and yeah. catches it and puts it in a matchbox, mm-hmm. an actual literal matchbox, yeah. and carries it back to his room and then, like, keeps it in a jar for a while. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, hey, Scarlet hit your hands the next day. It's like, I, I found a bug. There shouldn't be a bug. If there's contamination, why is this bug alive? And how to get in and how to get through the, it's like, the I scanners see the bug. and everything. And, yeah. and then he's just like, that's nice. It never, like... You know, again, in any other movie, it'd be like, oh, yeah, well, the bug's in my room. Come on, let's go to my room. Well, it's because she's picked for the lottery, like, immediately. Well, sure. Like, she's like, I want to go see the bug. And then it's like, lottery time. And then it's, oh, uh, I got to go. It's, I'm going to the island. So that's why that never happens. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. I'm just saying, like, in any other movie, it'd be like, oh, yeah, you want to see the bug? It's in my room. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Yep. But, you know, they, you know, they're. 15 year olds who don't think about sex no um but (laughs) anyway yeah she gets picked for the lottery uh he decides to go on another adventure to let the moth free and then wanders around and basically ends up just uh, climbs into the regular part of the facility yeah well he's like yeah he's like this is where he sneaks out in the middle of the room he's like i'm gonna set the moth free um you know because she got picked for the lottery so i'm gonna show the moth to it you know i don't know i guess i want it to live um but he's just like Wandering through the medical facility while they've got Michael Clark Duncan on the table. This is while everything is like literally everything possible is happening during the 12 minutes that you yeah. <laughs> and McGregor is able to sneak out. Yeah, because this is where we see some of the cameos, uh, you know, um, but like they're waiting to take the organ uh, from Michael Clark Duncan because he's like a football star in mm-hmm. L.A. or something like that. Yeah. And he's on the operating table. And basically because he's Michael Clark Duncan, he's a big dude, I guess the uh you know, he woke woke up from the anesthesia and it's just like he's like, come get Papa yeah, Bear. Yeah, he's just like rage, <laughs> rip the tubes out, goes running and like tackling everyone through the building. Yeah. Until eventually they tase him right next to you and McGregor. Well, well, tase him. They have these like grappling, hook. grappling hook gun things. <laughs> yeah. With, just... with green lasers on them. But, um, but yeah, they drag him to the ground and like take him back and get his organ or whatever. And then they're watching the footage for this and they like notice you and McGregor. Well, they noticed the bracelet on his wrist they don't know it's him right away mm-hmm. but they're like he's loose and of course he's like you know freaked out by this goes runs and like figures out what's going on and like sneaks into the women's storm and to get scarlet well, the next, there, next there's another part of this okay that it, it it's so glossed over in this movie it doesn't make sense but like there's this one pregnant lady and they're like she's oh, yeah, yeah. giving birth time for her to go to the island and so they she gives birth again while ewan mcgregor just happens to be in the area mm-hmm. and uh they take this baby into another room and give it to the the clone, clone the yeah. actual not clone, the yeah. lady. Yeah, they're like, if you're so rich, you don't even have to carry a child. Yeah. Term. We'll so, just have your clone do it. So it's also this breeding facility. But like, that's never mentioned again. Like, really, no one no. ever mentions the whole breeding thing. Um, so, yeah, that that also happened at the same time. So yeah. the, and they murder right. the, they, like as soon as they have the baby, it's just oh, yeah, like, it's a like murder, the <laughs> murder, the mother. Yeah. And they they have some like your, your policy has been terminated. Sign here, please. Which is just like fucking gross man <laughs> yeah um 
But yeah, so yeah, this is Ewan McGregor. Yeah, goes, but he breaks into the female dorm. Yeah, and, well, he, well, first he sees her, sees her dead, you know, like taps her on the face. Oh my God, she's dead. You know, so all but the in a mark. way of like, I've never seen a dead thing before. What the fuck is, right, why aren't you moving? Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, he's like, she's dead. He's, you know, obviously was getting cut open and all that craziness. And, mm-hmm. and then is like, you can't go to the island. The island isn't real. They're going to murder you. Yep. And we've had like incidental dialogue of like, yes, the real ScarJo lady is, was it an accident? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's like, we need her organs. Yeah. And that's why she got called for the uh, island lottery. Yep. But so he grabs her and it's just immediately like, trust me, we got to go. The island doesn't exist. Run. And then he just grabs her hand. Basically and just grabs her. her hand and like drags her along. But then like three seconds later, she's like, she's at first, she's like, what? What are you talking about? And then it's just like completely on board yep. of like run. And they run and eventually escape the facility. And I mean, that's shortening down like 10 minutes of the movie of running around but like they get outside and it's just like holy fuck it's real and we're not contaminated we're not dead and suddenly we're in michael bay dusty town music video gas station area yeah because this is all like arizona route 66 bullshit area it's an underground bunker in the desert so that's they call him jimon hansu and he's like the blackwater special forces yeah the the super mercenary squad super mercs yeah and he's like, why would you want us when you have the whole Department of Defense? And he's, he's like, like, that's when he explains the whole, well, see, yeah, so look. They're we, one of our biggest customers yeah. because obviously what they do is dangerous and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Why why retrain, you know, super soldiers when you can just get somebody trained up and be like, here's their clone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But anyway. So yeah, and this is just, okay, they're free. Yep. And they go, they, you know, he pulls out the matchbox that he had the moth in, which is really like the entire reason for that subplot to exist. Kind of, except because for he still has the ma- yeah. yeah he he's like, he, he's too. like he's like it's not Ace of Spades. It's like Aces and Spades. Aces and Spades. Biker bar, yeah. and they wander there, and then it's just like which hey. is on it's on the backside of this old like desert hotel that's abandoned. Yeah, it's like it literally like they go around the other side, and it's like the fucking from dusk till dawn bar mm-hmm. is there now. Why? Like they're on this along this road for a while. Like no one ever one motorcycle goes by and that's it. Mm-hmm. But like this bar is super populated. I don't know where these people are coming from, where they're going. None of them seem to have any affiliation with the bar or with the the facility. It seems strange because obviously, <laughs> if there are real people working for this facility in the middle of nowhere, they would live all around there. Yeah, you would think this this bar would be populated with nothing but workers at that place. You would think. So I mentioned it earlier, and it's. It's unfortunate trying to rewatch this because Westworld exists right. and there are so many similarities where it's like they watch things like this. I'm not saying they watch just this, but they they watched a lot of movies like this and been like every nitpick anyone could have. They were like, well, we have to answer that. Yeah. Like, oh, the people that work like real people that work here, they live on campus for long periods of time. They can't leave. It would be security risk, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Everything that you can think of isn't explained in movies like this, where it's just like. Well, Steve Buscemi hangs out here, but no, you know, all the rest of these are like, well, we don't know where all these dirtbag other bikers are from, but right. Steve Buscemi's just, you know, kind of in his Armageddon, you know, Chester the Bolester phase mm-hmm. in this too. Like, you know, just hanging out of this seedy ass bar. Yeah. Um, I don't know why he kept working with Michael Bay. It's like, dude, it's just because like, like, I look like this, don't yeah. keep making me the weirdest perv ever. Yeah, can I be but, like a mayor or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yeah, he's they he's there and then we get this is where we get Michael Bay comedy routine where it's like they're talking to the bartender and you know Oh man. Yeah, he's in the can taking a dump. Where is he taking the dump? Why is he in a can? Why is he in a can? And then Scarjo's like, I want a drink. He's like straight up, but she just stares at the ceiling. <laughs> Everybody looks at her like, What the fuck's wrong with you? Oh, it is it's classic Michael Bay comedy, it, Chuck. It sure is. It is good stuff. It is. It, it is so funny. <laughs> is it good stuff? It is so funny. I mean, I, I agree. It is classic Michael Bay comedy. Is it good stuff? It's I so don't know. Funny. <laughs> not funny because we also get the the encounter in the bathroom because you and McGregor goes in and and of course you know haha Steve Buscemi's taking a dump and so they have to tussle you know and he immediately says things like well he's like well like right as uh, Cam from Ponder Family's walking in he's like he's like let me get dressed and I'll take you back to my place where we can talk private and, he, and he's still got his pants around his ankles and he's just like yep you boys need a minute classic Michael Bay comedy yeah well it's about to get even funnier when they take him back to Steve Buscemi's house. He has yeah. a, you know, 
I, I can't remember her name, but she's Shawnee Smith. Yeah, she's in a lot of other Michael Bay stuff too, right? She was in um, Summer School. Oh, all right. But she was also in Armageddon. She's like in every bar, right? That's <laughs> that's what I mean. To. It's like yeah. she's a Michael Bay regular too. But yes, yeah, you know, she's there briefly just to be like, "Y'all work with him." He doesn't tell me anything about his job, and she's he's like, "Yeah, well, we have to talk shop, so go yeah. away, get away, hot wife." <laughs> and then it's just like. You know, I'm going to help you. I don't want to help you, but I guess I'm going to help you. And then I'm going to take you to the train station. going to give you some money and this credit card. But don't give it to the lady because, you know, ladies be shopping or something. Like, yeah. th- there's a line like, he, you know, he does say just because well, he hands it over because like they're riding in his shitty, weird Chevy SS like truck future car, future truck. Fl- it's not future at all because like those exist and they were terrible um, looking <laughs> like. It's... Yeah, but it's been so long. Now they seem like future cars because like I don't ever remember seeing those cars yeah, anywhere. Yeah, but they did. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they trickle out to the desert and people yeah. soup them up. Sure. But anyway, like <laughs> he hands his card over and Scar- ScarJo takes it first and he's like, "Oh yeah, one thing you should have learned is never give credit cards to women, right? Am I right?" Yeah. yeah. Cuz they be shopping. Yeah, cuz they spend money. Something. But anyway, <sighs> gets him to the Amtrak station <laughs> and like the the Merc dudes are like closing in, shoot shoot Steve Buscemi, and they still get away on the train, essentially. Like from the time the Mercs show up, it is nonstop like Mercs slow mo coming out of the back of armored vehicles, Mercs slow mo getting out of helicopters. Also, this may be one of the whooshiest Michael Bay movies ever. <laughs> there are so many whooshes. There's a lot of whooshes going or, on. Or maybe we've just become self so self aware we've noticed them all. No. I, this movie is very whooshy. It is. It's a lot of whooshing going on, uh, especially get, whenever these mercs are involved. Well, yeah, because like, you know, as soon as Jimon Hansu shows up, it's like he gets out of a helicopter and it's that super slow-mo yeah. where you can see the, the rotors going around. Yeah, so it's, it's like whoosh. It's like I want a single whoosh, whoosh. every time. <laughs> One whoosh and only. then he steps out, you know, all bad boy style, like, mm-hmm. you know, buttoning up. You yeah. Know, well, first whooshing the jacket out and then buttoning it up, you know, like that kind of. Yeah, you know, you got to straighten it out before you right. neaten it back up. But yes, there's so much whooshing and there's a lot of whooshing in all the Mercs. Yeah. Now and slow-mo shootouts in the futuristic Amtrak train. Yeah, I like I like that this futuristic Amtrak train station is out in the middle of Bumblefuck, Arizona. Yeah, this is the worst like, like no, area. I'm just, I'm just saying like it looks like Grand Central Terminal, except it's in fucking nowhere, mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah. they may have gone to, you know, Flagstaff or something. <laughs> sure, yeah, Flagstaff is going to have a GCT-looking place. They drove for a while. Hey, they had this money to upgrade to fucking space trains. Well, that's true. <laughs> they they do have maglev trains with, like, no tracks, just, you know, maglevy things. Yeah, I but, don't know what the hell happened. I don't know what happened over time in Michael Bay land where someone was like, you know what we need? Fucking space trains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Well, as you pointed out, it's weird because, like, there are so many things in this where it's like, you know, they're like space trains and, you know, we're growing, growing clones, but they like have paper checklists of things that they're doing. Yeah. Like every everyone who works at the facility with the clones has like just clipboards and paper yeah, and yeah. shit. And it's just like, what the fuck? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like later, like someone has like a like a Motorola flip phone. You're like, what? <laughs> oh, and they dock it so that they can make a video call. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's always weird the the futurism that goes on in these movies like what people are really focused on like fucking space trains what about future phones ah, who cares uh, nah, we'll have the Flip same phone thing. do this yeah you'll, you'll dock it with a video camera so you can make a video call yeah how could we possibly put a front facing camera on a phone that's nutty <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so but they, it's a super nice space train and they get to L A yep. and then it's just like their whole plan is like. Well, if we go find the real Uzzes and we tell them that yeah. we're because Sean Bean had this whole thing of like, hey, don't worry, because of the, you know, the Accords, we don't ever actually like let them wake up. They're basically just meat sacks in a tube. Yeah. You know, we take out the organs. They're not conscious. Mm-hmm. They're not real people. Don't feel bad about this. Mm-hmm. You know, like Steve Buscemi has a you know, thing. It's like people want to eat the hamburger. They don't want to meet the cow. Yeah. You know, kind of thing that that sort of mentality. But yeah. they're like. Yeah, but if we go there and, and we talk to our, our real selves and we go on the news, like, they can't deny this. Right. You know, so that's their plan. Also, the Mercs killed Steve Buscemi. They did. Yeah, they killed him in the in the very nice train station in Arizona. Flagstaff. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. yeah, they're in L.A. and it's I, like... I, I wonder if their flags were at half staff <laughs> for Steve Buscemi. Probably. <laughs> so they get to L.A. and it's like... It's like future old. It's like they've got a bunch of new tech where they have like subways wrapping around on rails around buildings and shit, but everything looks old. Like they mm-hmm. like they built all this future tech in 2004 and then it just went to shit. 
Like it just it just went to fucking shit. Yeah. So L.A. looks future old and it's really weird. Um, but they just they wander around, you know, Demolition Man world for a while. And then it's just. Yeah, they find an they find an MSN search, not even not Bing, but they find an MSN search booth. Look up first. They try to call. Um, well, uh, Ewan McGregor's real Tom Lincoln is not listed. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, Scarlett Johansson also figures out that her real self is a model, like a yeah. Calvin Klein model, because she, she walks by a Calvin Klein head yeah. on a building. But and is like, what? I like that. All right. So Tom Lincoln, just super rich architect, dude, like designer. Like he, he designs speedster. Boats. Yeah. He well, like he he jaunts around designing speedboats and motorcycles and cars and shit. He's basically the same guy that McDreamy plays in that Transformers movie. He's just yeah. like indeterminate job right with lots money. of money right. goes fast <laughs> yeah michael bay's dream job when he was seven years old right. like i want to have a lot of money and drive fast cars and pose in pictures like yeah <laughs> yeah so but yes he i just want to point out he's unlisted yeah a jordan whatever the fucker real name is i don't think they ever give her a last name but like, like Scar- sarah jordan sarah jordan or yeah. whatever Calvin Klein model in Maxim and all these men's magazines connects right up. Connects right up. <laughs> I just I want you to think about that for a minute. Some <laughs> Scottish speed designer dude, unlisted, well known, sexy lingerie model, right in the phone book. All you need is an MSN booth. <laughs> like you all you have to do is say their right name. In. <laughs> like. Not to mention, Sarah Jordan is one of the most, it, it, a very right. common possible name. True. That that also. But I'm just saying, like... <laughs> also, Tom Lincoln also, again, there should be 900 Tom Lincolns in L.A. alone. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I'm just saying, like... I know. The ridiculousness of that, you know, this designer dude being unlisted, but a, a well-known mm-hmm. Hottie McHodderson model lady yep. connects right up. But, yeah. yes. I'm going to go get the phone book. See, <laughs> see. <laughs> see if Kathy Ireland's listed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have to pay international rates if you call her. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, it is yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they call her, and of course, she's you know in a coma in the hospital, but her kids are just like answering, like, Mommy, is that you? And yeah. then and then the Mercs show up, and then it's more Michael Bayism in the middle of L.A. as they're blowing every fucking thing up. Because, oh, actually, before they get arrested, the, the, the cops show up because they use the um, stolen, the reported stolen credit card to make this phone call. Right. And so the actual cops show up before the mercs can take them down. So the the cops take them into custody, and Sean Bean, of course, is like, whatever it takes, I don't care if you have to murder cops. Yeah. So just start an action scene. Have you seen Heat? Yeah. Do that. <laughs> so, yes, there's lots of shooting, and then they have hover bike things, and then they... <laughs> They whack these guys off the. Well, like they say, what? they wait. They, they save the hover bikes because, like, there is there is yeah. tons of automotive destruction, transformer style. Which, by the way, yes, there is a Mack truck that they hop a ride on the back of, that is like you know this like futuristic electric back truck. Mm-hmm. I swear, it's like holy shit, Tesla just literally stole that design for their truck. Yeah, I mean, it was like. It's exactly the Tesla semi truck. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, I guess that's just what future semis are going to look like. But it's so it it's interesting watching these backwards as mm-hmm. we did. Uh, there are in this whole highway chase stuff. There are effects that are actually in Dark of the Moon. Hmm. There there are certain car chase, car crashes, and stuff like that that happen that they reused in Dark of the Moon. Not for lazy or re- reasons, nefarious reasons or anything like that, is this, a stunt went wrong in Dark of the Moon and someone died. Mm. And they were like, you know what? I don't think we can go back and redo that, so let's repurpose some of these things. So they, like, drew out those those iron dumbbells that are hitting all the cars and put Transformers in their place. Mm. So especially that one shot where the where the dumbbell thing comes down and basically slices that one car in half, right. that's straight up, you see that, except a trans, the roller skating Transformer comes up to it and just slices that car in half. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. It, it was weird. Like, there were three or four shots where I was like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. But, the, but they do all of this, like, crazy, like, I mean, just massive car destruction as they're going down the road, which is funny because, like, they're hiding, on, like, they are literally hiding on the back of a truck that is toting train car wheels. Yeah. And, you but know, taking them to the disposal. Because the, they're all maglev <laughs> right. trains now, so yeah, why would so you need them? Just get them out of here. We don't but, need them anymore. So they're dumping those off the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. They do all this. They, they destroy so many cars. An armored truck, all this other stuff, and then they're like, 
call out the hover bikes. Yeah, it's like, why didn't you start with the hover yeah. bikes? <laughs> so hover bikes come out and like they they whoosh by this truck and Uma McGregor whacks this guy off the hover bike with a wrench or yeah. whatever, and then they steal the hover bike. Yep. But they they were these weird hover bikes where like there's a driver and then like a little like sidecar, but like, it's not. It's like a back car. Yeah. It's like it's like a guy sitting on another chair on the back with a gun. Yeah. Um. But like I guess that fell off. When they crashed it, because you know they have to ride standard he was motorcycles. Whacking them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they jump on the hover bike and. Yeah, and this this becomes a fucking video game. Like, oh, just from the time they get on this, like for at the first, it's still like a, a car chase, except this thing is just kind of hovering along the road. And then when you and McGregor figures out he can pull up mm-hmm. and go up into the sky, man, this just I, I whatever's happening here, I'm not sure. The only the only stunt that I'm stunt that i'm sure of is that at one point they're being followed and they make it through an intersection of some kind in the sky and this the bad guys are chasing them and a subway car a flying subway just smashes through that one bike Mm -hmm. that was just like oh but the rest of it is just like green screen nightmare yeah kind of um but they end up like crashing through a building at one point in time god yeah. Yeah. And wreck a bunch of shit that way and then end up like on this big giant R, which is like the building symbol. Yeah, they go they go through an entire building one side to the other and then plummet onto this giant R. Yeah. To where the mercs come up in the elevator with the elevator music playing and they're just like, rough day, huh? And then, you know, they come out and then are just shooting. This is okay, this is what doesn't make any sense. Everyone starts shooting at the letter. The letter starts to fall. And like head merc guys, like oh no! It's like what? What the fuck did you think was gonna happen? Yeah, because it's a little weird because they're kind of like murder the loose clones, but also we really need to get Scarlett Johansson back because her owner is dying. True. So like they have this whole weird thing of like murder, 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 but don't also murder at the same time. Yeah. Like so, it's very strange that like they put them in so much danger when it's like you need one of them at least alive like very soon. Yeah. They have a ticking clock on her, but. Yeah, anyway, they this letter and, falls and they write it down somehow. Yeah, and they land on like safety netting and then because there's construction down below and then like a construction worker just sticks his head out. I was like, man, that was some shit. Did yeah. you see that shit? You know, Jesus loves you because it's like you shouldn't have survived that. Also, Jesus loves you, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Look at you, yeah. dead ass. Yeah, and that's 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 what's his face from right. Chuck and Fear yeah. of Blackhead. Um, <laughs> I know he's got three names. I just don't remember where they are. Yeah. I can look it up, but I'm lazy. Yeah. Um, but they, they basically get to Ewan McGregor's house. Yeah. At this point. So I, I just, I wanted to point out because specifically like hanging on the letter thing. Mm-hmm. Another reason you could hate this movie is I know people have opinions about actors. We do obvi- obviously. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know some people think Scarlett Johansson's a terrible actress. I don't really think she is, but I don't think they do any favors to either. their two leads because they give them, really bad incidental dialogue to yell that makes them sound really stupid. Well, because they're three years old and four years old. I I know, but like there's a point where like, of course, because they they slide through this building on the bike and like slide onto the letter and then Scarlett Johansson like falls off. But, you know, McGregor is holding her and she's just like yelling, pull me up, pull me up. Don't let me go. I'm slipping. And it's just like the way she's yelling. It's like, yeah, I know all this. I'm here too. Mm -hmm. you know, like I just things like that in movies really annoy me when like I, I understand people would be panicky, but this, this movie is kind of egregious with Scarlett Johansson in that because you've seen her be so capable in other movies right. since this movie is just like she is just in distress the whole yeah, time. Yeah, she she is just there to be in distress. Yeah, it, it's it, I guess that maybe that's a good point because it's like, you know, she has been portrayed as capable badass. And so, you know, she's got the Charlie's their own thing going yeah. on where it's like going back and watching this where they're trying to damsel her it's like mm, i'm not yeah. buying it yeah you know yeah but anyway they yeah. get to you and real human you and mcgregor's house he's able to get in of course because his eye scans and he gets in and you know they look around and all the stuff they're like wow that's me in the pictures and then real you mcgregor comes out and tries to murder them and he's like wait you're me yeah and this is so weird yeah why do you have that accent? Right. I'm Scottish. <laughs> and then he starts copying him. He's like, that's enough. Yeah. Like, don't seriously, do that. this is weird enough <laughs> yeah. anyway. And he's like, I, what do you want to do? You want to be go on the news? Cause they see the president giving a, you know, a press briefing or whatever. Remember when they used to do that? Um, and I, vaguely. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't remember when the president used to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they would. It, it, it yeah, happened. I, I, yeah, okay. It happened yeah. at one point in time. Um, but it is funny. They're both like, yeah, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, because like, his clone was like the, the asshole. In the, like, everything that happened in, in, when, during the times in the facility, he was the guy that would like, show up and be like, oh, that looked like that hurt. Yeah. You know, he's just like that guy. I mean, yeah. I don't think that was a specific example. But he's just that guy. Like, Pretty close. Shows yeah. up everything. And, like, it's like, whoops, yeah. shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and then they're like, wait, I know that guy. He's an asshole. And he's like, wait, that's the president. And he's like, like, can yeah. we go on there? Can we put on the television? Everybody would see this. And he's like, sure, yeah, let me get the car. We'll go. And yeah. Scarlett Rands is like, he's lying. Mm-hmm. You Because know, he went upstairs and made a phone call. He's like, my policy is here. What the shit? Yeah. Like, oh, don't worry. Well, the Mercs will be right there, sir. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I, I don't want to call it split screen because that's not what it is at this point. It's digital compositing and stuff like that. But I do want to say, like, the two, the two Ewan McGregor's. The two ones? The two Ewan McGregor's. <laughs> <laughs> two Ewan McGregor. Uh, it's all really good. It is. It's really good. Like, it, it, to a point where I was just like, well, there's just two Ewan McGregor's. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird. Like, it, it's weird how good it is. Like, they don't do a bunch of stupid gimmicky stuff, like have them touch each other or anything like that, but right. they still do it well enough to where I was never like, ah, I see what, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's all done well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he, you know, he sort of suspects because she says he's lying that he's, she, he's like, she's going to wait here. And he's like, no, we should all go. And he's like, no, 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 no wait here. Yeah. So. They get in the car and are supposedly going super to... Super future car. Yeah, super future badass Cadillac. God, the product placement in this movie. Um, <laughs> takes me right out of it. It Okay, but it was real bad right before where there is a perfectly placed Michelob Ultra bottle. Like, like it ha- a commercial shot mm-hmm. of a Michelob Ultra bottle that Hugh McGregor just picks up. It's like, mmm, want one? You yeah. Know, it's like... The fuck? Like a fucking Scott's gonna drink Mick Ultra. <laughs> Give me a goddamn break. A billionaire. Mmm, <laughs> <Yeah>. Michelob Ultra. <laughs> I may have made my joke earlier, but they know what the fuck is up with non-watery goddamn beer. I mean, he lives in like this fortress in a junkyard. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, mm, Mick Ultra. But yeah, so they get in this future car and and like the clone Ewan McGregor's like, I'll drive. I know how to drive. And he's like, do you? How? And he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> just let me drive. The, now, the car starts with a thumbprint mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, yeah, someone future tech. Good job. We haven't gotten there yet, but, you know, maybe. And then they talk to Siri, you know, to get directions. And I'm like, all right. But this was the scene where Ewan McGregor used his flip phone as a video conference device to call the people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, they they get to an intersection and the Mercs drop down and are like, "Hut, hut, hut, get them!" Yeah, and <laughs> I, they drive around. Yeah, it starts another action sequence bullshit yeah. thing. Um, Whenever people like run or drive, like okay, so when they're running through the train station at one point, they're just in like other places all of a sudden, and then back in train stations. And like here, when they drive off the road, they are just in abandoned museums and you know just weird architectural nightmares and. And then it's just like, okay, I guess we're here now where all the doves are and release the doves. It's an action scene. And- yeah. But it ends up in the classic, like, you know, Star Trek six, like, no, he's the clone. No, he's the real, he's the guy. And then I could not believe they did this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not just Star Trek six. I'm saying it's, no, it's the fucking, one of the oldest tropes ever. Yeah. Whenever there's a situation like this, uh, yes, not the- me. He's the one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Blam. <laughs> but yeah, he does some weird, like sleight of hand thing where he ends up like slapping the bracelet on that his real person had taken off. Yeah. So here's another thing. They are, uh, these people are imprinted with a thermal like Mm -hmm. birthmark on their wrist. They, they should have told the Mercs about this for exactly this reason. Sure. Because this sets in a chain of events that is easily preventable. Yes. And the bad guys could have easily won. Yeah. (laughs) But you also don't feel so bad because it turns out real Ewan McGregor is kind of a dick. Sure. Yeah. um, Fuck that guy. So, yeah, he slaps a bracelet on and they're like, he's the clone. Shoot him. And so they shoot the real Tom Lincoln. Yes. Tom Lincoln, Mercury Ford. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But... (laughs) Yeah. And then he has immediately adopted the the accent and is just like, well, good. Thanks. You know, I was a bit. That was a bit of shite right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and they're like, we could promise you can swear you're not going to tell anybody. I want to learn how he, how the clone learned to talk Scottish. I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like it's two actors. I'm just trying to play stupid. Like, 
<laughs> how do you do that? How do you switch like that? It's amazing. Oh, it's probably like just how how we can go into our perfect accents, right? Yeah, and you're like when the Australians yeah, get here when we go to Australia. <laughs> you're like, well, there they go. Hey, buggered off down under. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit! Oh wait, they're back. <laughs> anyway, um, but yes, now real Tom is dead. Fake Tom is living real Tom's life. He goes back home. I never. I don't understand why the the Mercs were just like, "Oh, Scarlett Johansson's not here." I guess. Well, he says he says something like she decided to go out of state to go find a real person, and they're like, "That checks out." Yeah. yeah. See ya. <laughs> so he goes back home. She's just sitting there, and he's like, "It's me. It's not you know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm alive. The other guy's dead. I'm I'm him now." And then he's and then like, she's like, hey, "Hey, the sex." Yeah, I saw I saw myself kissing in that Calvin Klein ad. Let's try that, and we'll yep. we'll figure out what goes from there. So mm-hmm. they go upstairs to Michael Bay's music video bed and and have the sex. Michael Bay's suite. I mean, I'm, I'm saying it's With got all the, 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 hang, the, the hanging <laughs> sheets and all that. You know, yep. where they, the storehouse for all that stuff. They're, they're doing things between all the sheets. <laughs> Just everywhere there's sheets. Literally everywhere in this room is a sheet. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sheet, sheet, motherfucker. Ah, oh, sheet, sheet. Goddamn. Yeah. So they're just kind of like, I guess we live here now. Uh huh. And then the PR dude from the because the the company is basically like they've learned that you that by studying Ewan McGregor's brain with the the tick mite things that they put in his eyes, yeah. they figured out that he was re his old memories were coming back, and that's what all that shit was. Yeah, they're and like, they, it's, it's the Echo series. Let's like figure out who's still on the floor from the Echo series. Yeah, so they like have to eliminate this entire line of clones. Mm-hmm. So they're having like this mass extinction of just like yeah, I'm, everyone wins the lottery. Yeah, and, mass lottery of like you and you yeah. and and all this and so the PR guy calls you and McGregor and is just like, look, I'm real sorry to bother you, but uh, you need to come back in. We need to rescan you. It's free. Don't worry about it. But you know, just just come back in and we'll do that and then Ewan McGregor's like you know what my name's Lincoln I need to go free the slaves <laughs> so <laughs> pretty much yeah. because you know Michael Bay is hitting us with a sledgehammer <laughs> but yeah and, I, and, I didn't get that at all oh yeah that's totally <laughs> <laughs> and Scarlett Johansson is just kind of like no don't maybe just stay here okay maybe we can just get on that weird boat thing that's from your dream and yeah and even mcgregor says something like well if i can figure out how to get it in the water we'll do that and it's just like what just how do you get boats in the water just you'll figure it out yeah you, um, you have money call call yeah. somebody yeah get they a guy will, with a boat thing yeah to put the boat in the yeah <laughs> get a winch and then you can take your winch on the boat exactly i, how I don't works. know yeah a lift yep <laughs> but yeah so he <laughs> he tells the guy to come pick him up in the helicopter. Uh, and, and apparently they concocted a plan that they didn't tell because it's like, you're watching the movie and it's like, oh, well, I guess she's just going to sit behind and he's going to go get killed. And then you see her buying ice cream for children and right. you're like, the fuck is happening? It's even more of a swerve because like I'm like, oh, she saw kids for the first time and she's like, I saw my own kids sort of, so I'm going to go sacrifice myself. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the movie lets you go with this for a little bit too yep. because it's like, she, you know, she's nobly getting captured by intentionally scanning the credit card so that she gets picked up. Yeah. And then, like, it's like, well, you know, harvest me. You know, we got to save the real me because she's got kids. Harvest me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the movie lets you go with this. And then you realize it's just a, a ploy. It is. A ploy that totally wouldn't work if there's a whole scene where Shimon Hansu goes to see Sean Bean and they talk for a minute. He's just like, well, you ready to get paid? And he's like, I saw you marked your your clone things with the mark it's like you know when i was a kid you know and the warlords came they marked us as like you know so mm-hmm. everyone would know we were less than people and so he has this whole like i'm i'm gonna totally fuck you over and save the day scarlett johansson's plan would not have worked if he, this guy hadn't turned right like it's also it's plot convenient it's super plot convenient because yeah so her plan doesn't work for several reasons one it doesn't work if he hadn't turned two they get her all the way to the operating table well, sort of. Well, they get pre. She's in prep or whatever. I was gonna say she's still wearing all of her clothes, which yeah. is like that's you don't do operations like that, right? But and like as while no one is paying attention, she pulls a gun out from her belt or whatever, and it's like you wouldn't have. Like, how do you get scanned. all the way into this super trillion dollar facility and there's not any kind of like weapon? Yeah, gun here. <laughs> like no scanner for that. That's that's another one of the things where you're just like. The, the tech in this movie doesn't make any sense. No. Like, you, you should be tracking the people inside, and people from outside should be scanned, and you should know everything about them immediately. It's mm-hmm. just... Yeah. By the way, they still haven't figured out 
that Ewan McGregor is actually dead and it's the clone who's there. Mm-hmm. They still haven't figured that out yet. Like right. they haven't even started the autopsy on the old one yet. Nope. Um no, because like she she does the like he he comes in Dijon Hunsu comes in and is just like what's going on here and she does like the whip around pull out a gun and basically they like hold everyone hostage and like set us free. Give us us free. Mm-hmm. And um <laughs> <laughs> and so like she gets away and then like her Ewan McGregor's entire plan was like, go in, act like I'm the real guy, and I'm going to get to the hologram controls, which paint the outside of this place. Right. Because when they were escaping, they run, they literally run through a hologram. And it's like, oh, this place is shitty, not this out outside utopia that we look like we were in. Yeah. So he's like, if I shut that off, everyone's going to know they're in a fake thing, and you know, and clone revolt. You know, <laughs> attack of the clones. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> Begun the Clone Wars. <laughs> uh, yep. Sorry. No, I'm not. No. Um, but yeah, his plan is literally like there's a giant like switch, like a, a big just lever that you've got to pull. It's the Death Star tractor beam switch, basically. Yeah, but it's just like there's usually these things have signs on them. It's just like, hey, don't pull this. Bad things will happen. And you're like, whatever. Yeah. When he pulls the switch, man, this fucks this fucks up everything like this. This, sh- this switch should not exist. No, they, they should have removed the switch. Like, even though it was braced and had, like, a lock on it that he had to beat off of it so he could move the, the, pull the lever down, like, no. Like, this is bad, because this fucks up the entire facility. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, because, like, there's a giant turbine, I'm assuming, providing air to these people yeah. that's, like, shut off the hologram projector, and it also will, like... The fan oh, will spin oh, it, wildly out of control yeah, and the, then destroy everything in its path. Right. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and expose everyone to freedom. <laughs> so, like, they're they're dragging all the Echo people to, uh, um, you know, be euthanized, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, in a giant fucking, like, gas chamber, essentially. In an incinerator, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, one of which is uh, Ethan Phillips, who's been in, I think he's been in a lot of other Michael Bay stuff, but it's he's... Um, He's Neelix. Neelix on, uh, is Voyager. On Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. Which is a bad television show. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so like he's there and he's like kind of been Ewan McGregor's friend all along. But yeah. like he's the one. Who's just he's like, another one of these aggressive weirdos in the in the clone camp. He's like come up with this vast conspiracy. He's like done math to figure out that the lottery is rigged. Oh, and- yeah. Well, he's literally done like the uh, decoder ring from a <laughs> Christmas story yeah. with the letters. He's like. You know, you see S equals 19 in the letters, and that's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, wow, okay. Okay, okay guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but yes, Scar- ScarJo comes in last second to save them, along with Jimon Huntu, who's turned now. And, yep. And there's a brief battle with Sean Bean, and, and, and he, for some reason, Sean Bean himself, the head of this thing, the doctor, the Dr. Merrick, of which this entire corporation is named after, is like, I'm, I should be the one to go do this. Like, yeah. What? Yep. Like, what possible military training could you have that None. you're deciding to like, I'm going to go grab the laser grapnel gun and yeah. go out and take care of this myself. But they have a battle sort of while this shit is crashing in, you know, Ian McGregor ends up like <laughs> wrapping around his neck and hanging them as they're both hanging off the side. Mm-hmm. All the clones simultaneously or now there's no holograms so they're like what what is and this they're, and they're and then there's just slow motion like them all running through the you know logan's run tunnels yeah. up the ladder to the desert and mm-hmm. all falling down because they can't believe it's real life and this is basically the end of the and movie that also there's no island yeah there is no <laughs> they're island. just in the shitty desert yeah <laughs> but yeah they're all just like wow we're free and then there's like two seconds of a shot where they've gotten the boat in the water <laughs> as it goes to credits like yeah and it's a unique boat. I mean, it's a future, oh, sure. it's, it's a dumb future boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just looks like a, a fast sort of speedboat yacht combo thing. But it it's looks like, like a weird James Bond. Yeah, gadget. <laughs> but it's like all weird and sort of military militaristic. It's it's weird. Looking, yeah, but and also uh, I guess um, real ScarJo is dead. So fuck that kid. They also <laughs> kind of said that was going to happen anyway. I know they were like, she's got brain damage and shit. Like we're going to give her the organs because that's what she paid for. But it ain't, it ain't going to do shit. Yeah. That, so that's kind of what turns they, him. They kind of like wrote it off anyway. They yeah. were like, they're like, yeah, whatever. It, she's she's. Just it just dead. it just seems like a weird like you figured this movie was like she's gonna make the ultimate sacrifice and then you and McGregor will go hang out with supermodel lady and that'll be that, you know, just some dump that you know. But you just you just don't figure they're gonna just like well no here's four seconds of them on the boat. Mm-hmm. That's their happy ending. The end. Yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe she went and got her kids and pretended to be her. I I don't know. <laughs> no kids. Mommy's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Does that freak you out? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> mommy, mommy had a clone because mommy had really weird personal moral values. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I'm her clone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's the island. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a clone now. There's <laughs> always seems to be two of me over. <laughs> So, okay, here's the thing I didn't mention throughout this entire episode uh-huh. uh, that that's worth mentioning. So I have seen on probably, I don't know, maybe a couple dozen times now, there's a, a episode of Mystery Science Theater where they do, they do a movie called The Clonus Horror, mm-hmm. uh, which is a 70s movie. That's this movie. It's so much this movie, in fact, that the, the director of the original film presented uh, DreamWorks with like a hundred point outline of here's all the shit you stole from my movie and before it even went to like arbitration they were like here's seven figures go away (laughs) so that dude made bank because they fucking stole his movie Mm -hmm. it's it's so bizarre how like i i'm when i first saw this i i don't know if i knew what the movie was about i don't know if i don't know if they advertised it as obviously it's clones and they have to escape i don't remember the advertising campaign for this movie i don't know if that was a secret or if it was just Here's an action movie about this. You're going to love it. Right. I don't. The only thing I remember pre this coming out was. I am pretty sure I remember hearing Michael Bay was going to do a Logan's Run remake. I do remember that. And I remember like that was like, I don't remember if it was after Armageddon. He was like, this is the next big thing I want to do. What year was Pearl Harbor? Was Pearl Harbor was even before this. 2001. Yeah. So maybe it was like post Pearl Harbor. He's like, all right, I'm going back to my roots. You know, you want sci-fi and. Mm-hmm. crazy shots I'm, I'm doing logan's run that's my next thing yeah and then like that got all yanked out from underneath him i think like they were like this is not the direction we wanted to go in or know. whatever Logan's run has crashed and burned so many times yeah, over the years exactly but, but i felt like this movie was just kind of like oh i didn't get to do logan's run so i'm doing almost logan's run right so i i guess for me it's weird because i remember this from when i first saw it and i remember it now is that there's no mystery at all to it because I'm my brain immediately goes, Oh, that's this movie. And I'm just watching it for all the similarities. And I'm like, okay, it's this, like, I know it's that I, I know what that is. It's just the only amusing difference is that in, in the original movie, they weren't going to the Island. They were going to America. <laughs> they were being told they were going to America. And instead they just go in the back and get fucking snuffed and then put in plastic bags. So, um, it's. I mean, that dude had a case, and I'm glad that they paid him because, sure. like, he definitely had a case. Uh, this this movie is insanely similar to that, so uh, that could be a good or a bad thing depending on how how you feel about Michael Bay movies. But I don't know. It kind of makes this interesting in that it's when when we say this all the time like why do good movies get remade why don't you remake a bad movie that just for whatever reason didn't work and try to figure out why it didn't work and then make something good out of it mm-hmm. this is infinitely better than that 70s movie that 70s movie is silly i mean it fucking stars peter graves for god's sake it's just it's silly um this is a better version than that mm-hmm. and that kind of makes sense so but you know, do it legally. Say, hey, guy, right. guy, we're remaking your movie. Yeah, Here's you, some sh- money. you should you should acknowledge it you should do it legally but I, I am more a fan of remaking something that maybe didn't work and then figuring out why it didn't work and then making it work. And I think that's what the island does. It's not terrific. Mm-hmm. And just sitting here, I have already start felt myself losing huge chunks of it already. Like, sure. just like, whatever. Um, I kind of feel like if we, again, like if we did half jocks measures, like this would be in a two and a half range because it's two seems low, three seems high. I'm going to go ahead and give it three jocks. I think for the time, like for 2005, I think most of the tech in this movie holds up. It looks pretty good still, except for the, the space bike CG nightmare yeah. scene. But it also feels like that might've been tacked on. Like, I mean, the fact that they didn't call them in first makes, right. makes, makes it feel even more so like we need an yeah, extra. Where, where's here. your hover bikes and shit. Yeah. So I, I think it holds up. Mostly, I, I like a lot of it. I, I just think that the swooshing and the like whenever the mercs show up, it's either a super slow-mo or just super like cameras like at waist level shaky. And it's just some of it is unwatchable. Yeah, it, it 
like in the in the scenes that aren't action scenes, I was just like, wow, this is calm. Like this is mm-hmm. normal. There's no swooshing or cutting. It's just people talking. That's nice. But then the action scenes go out of control. It's it's fine. It's it's a it's one of those things that you could just say that's perfectly fine. Right. If it was on, you could be like, oh yeah, this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't feel the need to own it. I don't feel the need to you know have it. Yeah, just you probably just make a copy of it. Yeah. Just you know, in case I need it. Yeah, just in case you need it. You know, <laughs> or if you just want to watch parts of it. You know, just parts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm really going to give it two jocks. Okay. I It's. I, I find it, it. It is. It. It's fine, but it. It is. It is infinitely kind of forgettable. I mean, I. That's the thing is, I. I just wish. I wish somebody would come along, and work with Michael Bay. That's an editor that's good and 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 a screenwriter that was better like i feel like michael bay visually is a fascinating director mm-hmm. i mean i and i say that with all earnesty like like the way he shoots movies are i no one else can emulate it like there there it's everything he shot looked like hdr before hdr was a thing i i love the look of like how he frames certain things in certain scenes there's even one shot in this where it was like I almost went, oop, accidental Wes Anderson, because it was like perfectly like lined up, you know, halved thing. It was like visually, he's a fantastic director. Yeah. Whoever does his editing needs to like take some Valium and calm the fuck down. <laughs> like we could do without the Michael Bay jokey bits, even though like it's weird in some wor- in some movies like Bad Boys, they work for me. And then well, because movies, you have comedians, right? You have people that are naturally funny doing it. It's like, and, wait, I'm sure that was more like, no, Michael Bay, that sucks. Yeah, like here, here's how this is going to actually be funny, right? But you know, um, yeah, like just a better screenwriter and like and somebody just to make him go, like somebody just needs to have a sit with Michael Bay and be like, ladies can do stuff. Stop like doing any kind of misogynistic things. I mean, it's. It's the it's the Brian De Palma model too. I mean, that guy is a visually a fantastic filmmaker. He doesn't know how to direct ladies. You yeah. know, I mean, it's like it's unfortunate because it's like I I feel like there's so much you can legitimately malign Michael Bay for, but he is visually a fantastic director. Yes. He knows how to capture a shot and capture action. It's just the act, you know, the, the editing and the swooshing and all that stuff is. It just gets downright silly sometimes. The Michael Bay isms of movies are what what gets silly, right? Um, you know, it's kind of like when Tarantino started just like repeating, like, "Oh, well, you got to have this Tarantino esque thing in your own movie." It's like, all right, you know, that's like I said, you, you get to me like something like Tarantino, like The Hateful Eight, and it's like, oh, you're just this is too much of your own shit. Like, well, you're just too wrapped up in your own bullshit. I, I again, I think it was highlighted by watching those music videos in a row mm-hmm. is that. You know, you would get a Michael Bay movie every three years, and maybe you didn't notice it because you weren't watching them all back to back. But he's got a bag of tricks, oh, yeah. and that's what he pulls out when he does a movie. It's right. it, he doesn't he doesn't approach movies with what visual style will I use to tell this story. Oh, it's no. like how will I make this story work within my visual style? Right. And so that's what you get with every Michael Bay movie. You're going to get some merc pop out from the bottom of the screen up, and there's going to be a swoosh sound when he does it. Mm-hmm. It it's just those are things that he knows to do, and it's just like I need four seconds of footage here. What am I going to do? Do that shot where the dude's head pops up out of nowhere because that's what he knows. Yeah, I don't have a problem with people sticking with what they know. It with Tarantino, it feels like he's aping himself. With yeah. Michael Bay, it feels like this is all he knows. Right. So I, I think one is unfortunate. The other is almost like you just want to pat Michael Bay on the head and go, "Well, you know, you're doing what you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good job." <laughs> So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and and on this on the whoosh swoosh sound effect, yes. uh-huh. I think the funniest one is like I I want to say it's one point they're actually like running through what's essentially a server room, yeah. and like every time they go by a rack, it's like whoosh whoosh yep. whoosh whoosh, and it was like <laughs> get it. And then and then there's another part <laughs> where they're going by a similarly like um, spaced out thing, but they're lit up. And then it's like Robo Whoosh. Yeah. It's like this. Yeah. Yes. Every time they go by. I mean, it felt like it was getting away from him at the end of this movie because like when they were running through the bowels of whatever facility this is, it just seemed like they were about to find a UFO or something like the 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 dumb tech that was in this building just seemed like, man, what on earth is all this 
dumb bullshit. But I think my favorite whoosh was when Merc Dude heard something that triggered him to be like, maybe this isn't on the up and up. And he kind of turns around to acknowledge that. And they time in a whoosh as he turns around, like an and acknowledging whoosh of just like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. What? So, yeah. Uh, don't drink every time there's a whoosh. No. You will die. Yeah. <laughs> so please do not play that form. Unless it's Aquafina, <laughs> then you can enjoy yourself. Yes. Uh, which is prominent in this movie. In dumb packaging. Oh yeah. Like they have somehow along the way have put Aquafina in like weird square blocks that have like a small bottle and a larger bottle. I don't know if you're supposed to mix these or something. Like what is this? Well, it, uh, that's one's larger because it's uh it's <laughs> two parts of hydrogen to every part oh, of oxygen. Oh, I see. Okay. So let's make your own water, really. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so there's double the one size. You might be right. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Anyway, that's the island. That's the next. That's the second island we've watched. <laughs> so uh, anyway, if you don't want to be an island, if you want to be part of a global community, yeah. If you want to be part of our island in the stream, right? <laughs> <laughs> then sail away with us to another world, and we can rely on each other. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> By going to Patreon.com/slash/BMFcast. <laughs> And donate need at least a dollar. Get yeah. you in on the early access, the voting, all of the uh, the perks that you of of Bamfcast Extra and more. Yes, um, you know, and that's all it takes to to be listening to this on time. You know, deep in the middle of uh, the summer of Baywatch, mm. instead of uh, whenever the hell you're listening to this down the line. Yeah, one month, two months, three months down the line. That yeah. when it's not relevant. I mean, you right. got to get this fresh review of 2005's The Island right now it's true why wait act now um supplies are not limited in no any we way, have shape, or so many of these podcasts yeah. please give us a dollar and take whatever you want <laughs> just get them out of here uh speaking of getting out of here i'm chuck and i'm harlow and this is Bamcast extra out yeah.